I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. This game is fun and weird and in prime time. Niners and Broncos, which QB do you trust, if any? Jimmy G, Russ, or none of the above? All right. So I think we've established here in the last week or so that a lot of people that even won a Super Bowl with Russ have made it pretty clear that he only cares about himself and that he's like one of the most selfish individuals in football. Like, it's interesting. That doesn't get said about Brady at all. And like, you'd think there would be some vengeful ex-teammate with an ax to grind who would basically want to like throw the guy under the bus just to like make a name for himself and like put incendiary quotes out there. But it's just amazing to me, guys that probably have a ring on their finger because Russ was precocious and really good as a young quarterback that just seems so willing now to just fucking bury the guy. So that is my that is my lead up for I actually think in his case, the fact that this is a primetime game and not like a 405 game that 10% of the country is getting, I could absolutely 100% see him playing his best game Sunday night. Because I think shit like that matters to him. I think that I think stuff like that matters. He's to that you. thing. Oh, dude, come on! That would matter to you if if your teammates hated you. Like it's one thing for opponents to hate you. It's one thing for fans to hate you on the internet. If your teammates had no problem going on podcasts and national television and reveling in your failure, yeah. Um, the one thing is, is I, I think, think he's, I think he's primed for a huge FU game. Um, I don't know that he has it in him if he's not going to be mobile. And it's funny that you have that kind of narrative because I was thinking how Jimmy G celebrated when he scored that touchdown. Yep. That guy is like, wait a minute. I'm the best looking human being maybe ever. Oh my God. Here we go with this shit again. Listen. Jimmy G, he won the lottery a hundred times. Like, where he is in his life and career and his contract and his bank account and his looks and the wins that he had because he got Kyle Shanahan and that defense and the whole thing. And he's like, you motherfuckers traded up for an FBS quarterback who hasn't played since high school for me, for me. And then he gets in there and wins and they all rally around him. And now Lance is not coming back. So there's no like looking over your shoulder. There's no 
oh, they're going to trade me. Like now they need him. So he doesn't, he can play free and air, he'll airmail some. I'm not saying he's great. I'm not saying he's going for 400, but Russ looks off and he has a coach who I don't trust. I agree with you on that last point, but like all it takes is three hours in one game, a three hour period for you to go right back to being like, you know, this is why they didn't want to go with Jimmy G. Like he could just as easily yeah. throw for 150 yards and like three touchdowns in this game. And you're like, what the fuck was I even saying? Three, three, three interceptions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, listen, but, but the, the Niners defense is better and the Niners coach is better. So who do I think is more likely to have a good game this week? Yeah. I honestly think it's Jimmy G. And I understand that that's insane, but I do. That's where that that's where I'm at. What's next? What game do we have? Oh, Eagles Commanders. Do the Eagles it. need to win this game to make you feel like they're a Super Bowl contender? If they go to Washington and lose, what happens I mean, to their narrative? I think what happens to their narrative is they get downgraded from Super Bowl contender, but they're still considered division favorite and a dangerous one. Like, I think people will say that they have a wide variance with a high ceiling because if Jalen Hurts can put together a stretch of games like he did against the Vikings, they look like the type of team that can beat anybody. So I, I do think that if they lose, you know, it's week three, like pumping the brakes on anybody as a, as a Super Bowl contender that hasn't proven it before it is tough. But um, I'll tell you this. I don't expect them to lose. I don't. Like, I think I it's mean, a tricky game for them. I think. I think it's a very game. tricky game. Exactly. I think yeah. it's a tricky game. They'll go to Washington. There'll be a million Eagles fans there because that stadium's a dump, and Commanders fans don't feel like going to it. Yeah. So they'll take over the stadium. It'll feel like an extra home game. And I just think it's. I think it would be easy for them to overlook the Eagles. I mean, or to overlook the overlook Washington. Excuse me. And I just think Rivera, I don't think he's a very good coach. I think he's probably better than average. I wouldn't call him great. Yeah. But I just feel like he's the type of guy that, like, he's going to – his team, I think, is going to be very ready for this game. And I just think they're a touchdown underdog at home, and you know they can score. Like, as a better, I love them. They're scoring uh, every week, and I'm getting a touchdown at home. No, I – Please. I I, I do too, and and I and I like the over. So to to me, it, it it was less about measuring Eagles as Super Bowl contenders because it's just so early and so many things can happen. How good is their defense? Because Washington's offense, we've talked about it the last couple of weeks. Like Carson Wentz has put up two monster games, not against good teams, but he's spreading the ball around. And it's not just Gibson and McLaurin anymore. Yeah. Dotson well, I just think Cousins looked shook in that game in Philly. You know what? I Like, I just don't expect, hey, Wentz could turn into a pumpkin like he has a million times in the past in this game. But I actually, what I don't know what the hell I was thinking, liking Minnesota. I liked Philly in that game, but I liked Minnesota before the season started. And all it took was one of those shitty games from Cousins to make me just rethink all of that. Yeah, I, I I was on the Eagles in the game too, um, but I mean that's what Cousins does, and that's what the Vikings exactly. Do. 
week, week one against the Packers, you're like, oh, Justin Jefferson is going for 2,500 receiving yards uh, th- this season. Okay. Bengals Jets. The Super Bowl champs are 0-2 against the fighting Joe Flacco's. Season on the line for the Bengals? Yes. I actually think it is. I do too. I think it is. And I just, like I said before about Philly, I think it's a tricky spot for them. I think it's a very tricky spot because their offense has gotten off to such slow starts. And we just haven't seen their front seven, like with Hawkinson and Hubbard, get after the quarterback the way that they did in the playoffs last year. Rush came out and scored touchdowns on two drives to start that game and looked very comfortable. And, you know, Flacco's, you know, for the first time in years, has some swagger to him going into this game. So, yeah, I think it's on the line, and I don't feel good about the Bengals. I, I Before the season expanded to 17 games, I believe it's six teams made the playoffs at 0-3. So, of course, the season's on the line. Yeah. The a- the AFC is a gauntlet, and if you start 0-3, statistically, you're after. Nine, you're done. It's over. You know, I think I think one 0-4 team has ever made it. I think the 92 Chargers. Chargers, yeah. That's yeah. right. So like it's it's I mean they they could sweep the division in theory, but seems unlikely. And yeah, so their their season's on the line. I don't think the Jets are very good. It took Nick Chubb not sitting down and onside kicks and and weird things, but the Jets at home with whatever juice they have coming off of last week against a team where they, you know, the shark with blood in the water, like they they look at it like, hey, maybe we're not winning a Super Bowl this year, but we could beat the AFC champs at home. And and have a like they did last year, right? Exactly, and 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 have and have a signature win for for this team this year. Like I, I definitely think it's a tricky spot for Cincinnati. How about this? Yeah. How about this for a for a take on the Bengals? If their owner wasn't a skinflint, thrifty, I have no scouting department, and I draft out of an Athlon college football preview guide. If they had a real owner, if they really do underachieved this year and fall back to being like the same old Bengals. I think a progressive owner would think, why don't I just at the end of the year fire Zach Taylor and try and throw $15 million a year at Sean Payton. Um. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Sean Payton's into the horse racing thing. Kentucky's right there, right across the bridge. (laughs) I'm serious. Dude, Sean Payton's coaching the Cowboys. But wait a minute. If he looked at it objectively, like, I want to go win championships, it's a no-brainer. He goes to the Bengals. Like, that well, is actually... I mean, I the, the, the NFC is a much cleaner path. 
Would you rather have Dak Prescott or Joe Burrow for the next 10 years? Well, d- yeah, no question, Joe Burrow. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, I, would you rather coach the Cowboys or the Bengals if you're doing it for money at this point in your life, which he clearly would be? Because I, Did you hear me when I said $15 million a year? You're Mike Brown. You're in the same spot as Jerry Jones in terms of where you are in life. If you want to see the franchise that your dad founded win a Super Bowl, you can't take the money with you. Go do it, man. Well, but so, so in this scenario, Jerry Jones is getting outbid for Mike for, by Mike Brown. He would just make it twenty million a year. Like, well, but here's the other thing you could offer to Sean Payton that Jerry Jones would never do. Maybe Mike Brown would say, "I'll move out of the way, and you can basically do what you want." Well, right, okay. In in that scenario, because we know, and, and hey, man, maybe Jerry won't hire the celebrity coach. Maybe maybe he won't do it again. That's that's possible, though Mike McCarthy was obviously high profile uh, when he when he hired him. I think it's very. Well, Mike very doesn't unfair. want to buy the groceries too. He just wants to eat them. <laughs> I mean, that guy, what a con artist! I hate Mike <laughs> so you put the rundown together. We go through every game, every team, and your yes. Steelers were playing, and so I didn't really want to quibble with you, but. Bills Dolphins should have been, if not the first game we discussed, it should have been no lower than second. I did this on purpose. Bills Dolphins is more interesting than Chiefs, Colts, Ravens, Patriots, 49ers, Broncos, Eagles, Commanders, Bengals, Jets, by far. And I would argue it's more interesting than I, Packers, Bucks, even though we've seen those teams in NFC Championship games before. I did this on it's purpose. The game, it's the game of the weekend. I did this on purpose because I knew you were going to start with that point about me putting it here. Oh, so we're playing chess be, now? Which was going to be my way of bringing up in the conversation that CBS has it as their third game. I, they have I, Nansen I, Romo in Indy. They have um, Ian Eagle and Charles Davis at the Bengals-Jets game. And this is their third game. Wait, so is this a Gumble game? Yeah, it's either a Gumble game or a Harlan game. Oh, okay. I think it's I can, Harlan. Oh, okay. If it's a Harlan game, I'm fine with that. If this was a But Gumble still, they game, have it as their C game. Okay, fine. But but Harlan's not a C announcer. But no, it's a, not it's not fine because it's not just about the quality of announcer, it's about the distribution. They're no, distributing two games ahead of this one. No, no, I, and Sunday ticket doesn't fucking work. You know, it's it's a terrible decision. Terrible decision, but if they would send Greg Gumble or Spiro Ditas to this game, I would write a letter. <laughs> this, this this game is awesome. Um, it I don't think that Miami is a Super Bowl contender, but they absolutely believe that they can beat anybody. They are so crazy talented on offense, and they clearly love McDaniel and. They think that they can hang 50 on the Bills. And the Bills are obviously thinking, deservedly, that they're the best team in the NFL. Like Before the year, what do you think the look-ahead line would have been for Bills at Dolphins? Nine and a half? No, I actually don't think it would have been that big. Okay, because it's actually, less than six. I know. I actually don't. Six. I actually don't because I feel like this is about where it was because the Bills really? are supposed to be – yeah, the Bills are the Super Bowl favorite, but I don't think anyone thought they would be this good 
where they just are blood. They've just, you know, embarrassed the first two teams that they played. And then at the same they time, were like, you know, in LA to open the season. Right. No, I know. Dude, they were a they were a Vegas darling before the year. They were they were a favorite against the Super Bowl champs in LA. Danny, they were that favored in every game. Half, they were favored in every game on the look ahead line. Well, okay, before fine. the season it, came out. Whatever it was, it was it would have definitely been seven and a half. Like, I don't know. I that, I think, my, I think I, Miami I, has impressed so much, and Buffalo has impressed so much through two games that and I I, I kind of I'm talking myself into taking the points you should and just saying like the the level of play from these two offenses should be so high that getting five and a half points feels like too many whereas if you would have told me two weeks ago that that was the line I would have laid the wood with Buffalo so it's, just, it's crazy to me anyway how much perception has changed in two weeks and it has nothing to do with downgrading Buffalo well, Buffalo, though, I think does take a hit because I just don't know what they're – I don't know how they're going to cover these receivers. Right, the corners the injuries are not good enough. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, against L.A., they got around that because Von Miller just ruined the Rams' offensive game plan and Stafford turned the ball over and, you know, the, the, the defensive backs really didn't matter as much in that game. But I don't see Miami getting too uh, killed. So – you know, with that in mind, like, I see no reason why you wouldn't take Miami in this game. I think it's going to be much easier for the Dolphins to slow Diggs down than it will be the reverse of that. They've got more weapons in Miami. Yeah. I. The only thing that is making me hesitant is that I think that a lot of what happened against Baltimore was the result of blown coverages. Right, like like Tua had Tua had nice throws, yeah. But he did not play well enough to have four hundred no, seventy passing yards. And dude, I think that's I think that's a totally fair point. I don't disagree with that, but I just I just think they're I think they keep defensive coordinators up at night. Even yes. that, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's it, it's a great game. It's to, and I. It, and I'm hoping that they win too because I think that it knocks Buffalo down a peg and it, you know, creates to me a more wide open NFL for right now. Not that I think the Bills are going to be the 2007 Patriots and just, you know, skip their way and dance their way to an undefeated record and a trip to the Super Bowl. But right now they just look like they're so much better than everybody else. And I know Nick will probably never fucking watch this, but they are that much better than the Chiefs right now. Just based on performance, you want to tell me one team's going to choke? That's fine, but based on performance, I don't think it's close between the two teams. Yeah, yeah, I think, fair? I think he did. He 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 texted me that he listened uh, two episodes ago. Thought it was good. Okay, oh, thanks for the thanks for the constructive criticism. Well, then, can uh, I just say one more thing about him then? Because maybe we can like put this in here and not tell him about it. What is it with rich people our age who are doing this thing where they're growing their hair out? And then slicking it all the way back and doing – like, why is he doing that? Like, him and Aaron Rodgers, I just – I don't – doesn't it make your hair look like it hasn't been washed in a very long time? Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Of course I know what you're talking about. You know, he's... And I know you're not one to give out fashion advice, and I'm really not either. I put a fucking mullet on during my show today. But yeah, I just saw I'm... that... I saw that from Nick, and I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah, I almost wanted I'm... to text him about it. And I've given up uh, when it comes to physical appearance. So I... It's a, it's a great point, but, you know, it's... You know, Nick, he he wore tracksuits and jumpsuits in college, and now he's a multimillionaire, and he wears tracksuits and jumpsuits, except they cost a thousand dollars. So he, 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 he's, he's really just he just spends more money in every area of his life, even if the trend doesn't necessarily make any sense.